When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, hope you're having a good day today. So today we're going to talk about something that's quite interesting in Star Wars Legends lore. It's about the First Great Schism. For its contemporaries, it was a conflict with no name. But for historians, due to similar rifts repeating themselves throughout the history of the Jedi, it would be referred to as the First Great Schism. It was a period of time that marked one of the very first fragmentations of the Jedi Order, when a faction within their high ranks began to study forbidden and darker usages of the Force. On the lush, deep core planet of Tython, for over 10,000 years, a society of Force wielders known as the Jedi lived in relative peace until the growing influence and expansion of the fledging Galactic Republic forced them to relocate their new order to a new home on the outer rim planet of Osis. A young female human member of the order named Arden Lin, who was a Terraskasi master, felt that the Jedi had become too dogmatic in their force practices and too close-minded to allow for any growth. She was not the only one who felt this way. A malcontent fellow member named Zendor had become very critical of what he regarded as the Order's ever-increasing segregated ways and beseeched the leaders to be allowed to depart Osis so he could build his own academy where he could teach alternative means of utilizing the Force. The Order turned down his request, which he disregarded and instead decided to leave to form his own academy in direct defiance of the Order. Lin chose to go with Zendor and departed Osis for their new academy on the core world of Leto. Soon, more and more disgruntled groups from the Order would join them to investigate the forbidden mysteries of the Force that Zendor was teaching. Eventually, Zendor's followers would be called the Legions of Leto. Every new acolyte to join his academy would pledge their allegiance to Zendor and swear to protect their new order and defend their right to pursue any knowledge of the Force without the restraints of the Jedi Order. Though the legions of Leto just wished to be left alone to their studies, the Order branded Zendor and his disciples, dissenters, and thus both sides saw that the war would become unavoidable. So who began the war? That information is unfortunately lost to history, but war came nevertheless. Wanting to put an end to it, before the war spread into the Republic, Zendor led an assault on Ossus itself, but the attack failed and the war persisted. According to Lin, who was woken from a forced trance 25,000 years later, she claimed that Zendor attempted to alert the Republic to the threat he believed the Jedi posed. From his point of view, the Jedi would present themselves as protectors and guardians, while in reality, they covertly conspired to amass more and more power. But the Republic refused to aid him in his fight with the Jedi. And so, the war intensified and soon spread across various worlds. However, during a significant battle on the core planet of Colomus, Zendor would engage a male human Jedi Master 
named Adrista Pina, who both he and Lin admired as an independent thinker in his own right, as he liked to travel to unknown places in search of finding mysteries of the Force that were unknown to the Jedi Order. Pina was commonly referred to as Greenblade, and in an epic duel, Zendor and he fought it out until it finally ended in Zendor's death. However, even with his death, the Jedi were not satisfied enough to declare victory in the war. Instead, it was decided that the entire legions of Leto needed to be exterminated, and so the Jedi, under the command of Greenblade, were sent to their homeworld and fought a fierce battle, which lasted long enough for Lin and other surviving members of the legions to escape outside Republic space into the unknown regions. Greenblade would pursue Lin across the galaxy, until he finally cornered her down on a planet named Irkala. The two would engage in a duel, which would result in Lin being disarmed, but refusing to surrender, Lin channeled the dark side into a force artifact that she possessed known as the Kashi Mare Talisman. Using her rage, love, and despair of her dead lover Zendor, and augmented by the talisman, Lin's power destroyed Greenblade's sword and mortally wounded the Jedi, but with his last ounce of strength, the Jedi Master used a powerful force technique called Moritro, which slows down the body functions of another being, putting them into mild catatonia or long-term suspended animation. Lin was placed into a deep stasis by Greenblade. She wouldn't be awoken until sometime during Emperor Palpatine's Galactic Empire millennia later. After the end of the war, the Jedi Order withdrew back to Osis, away from the concerns of the core worlds of the Republic, and there they remained for centuries, with the Republic not giving them much thought. However, unbeknownst to the galaxy at large, Jedi were in fact in secret defending the worlds of the Rim and protecting Republic interests by keeping the Huts, other criminal organizations, and would-be despots in check. The Jedi would not announce themselves to the Republic again for another 500 years. Arden Lin, once she was reawakened some 25,000 years later, became one of the Emperor's hands to Palpatine. The Dark Lord of the Sith made promises of resurrecting Zendor from death if Lin agreed to serve him. So here we go with Palpatine promising to... Palpatine's like the matchmaker, basically, but really he just doesn't do anything. He just kind of promises to bring back your dead loved one. But when she finally realized that the Emperor had lied to her, she turned rogue and teamed up with a Grand Admiral named Demetrius Zarin, who sought to install himself as Emperor. Needless to say, their undertaking failed, of course, and Lin had no choice but to flee. She wasn't able to hide for long, though, as soon a vengeful Palpatine hunted her down and naturally killed her. I hope you enjoyed today's Legends video about the lore and history of Star Wars Legends. If you did enjoy it, please leave a thumbs up and let me know what kind of legend stuff you want me to cover in the coming videos. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.